All right. Welcome to the Bourbon Brothers podcast, episode number nine already. We're on a special day this week, Monday instead of Wednesday. Here uh, we are, Justin Hall, Supplement Snoop, my partner in crime, as always, Robert Chinetsky, the supplement engineer. We're here to talk about everything life has to throw at us, supplements, bourbon, college football, the whole nine yards. We're already mixing up the college football and the supplement gear and all that stuff. So, you know, it's right around the corner. How's it going, Robert? Oh man, it's going good. It's uh two weeks, a little under two weeks until kickoff uh, for LSU is Miami's first game on September 4th as well. I'm getting super excited for college yeah, football. So the fourth is the Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Miami and Alabama. <laughs> that same day. Miami and Alabama is on uh, that. I think it's an afternoon game at 3.30. 3.30. So yeah. Let's see. I'll pull that up right quick. And, uh, and they're, they're playing Miami about Saturday, September 4th, 2.30 central, 3.30 Eastern. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's somewhere else. It's not, it's not in Miami or Alabama. It's they're playing. It's... I can't, you'd think I would know this, but it's like, the Georgia Dome, maybe? Yeah, I can't remember exactly where they're playing. Yeah, the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Yeah, it's in Atlanta. It's in Hotlanta, so I would assume it's the new Georgia Dome. Yeah, which is um, – I think that uh, that's good for both teams. Um, they do a lot of recruiting in that area. Miami gets a lot of players from Georgia. Uh, Georgia's already hopping in with the trash talk. Go Knowles. Well, okay, so <laughs> – and he knows this then because – there was quite a few years where, as a Miami fan, I, I literally couldn't say anything to FSU fans because Miami was so shitty and FSU was so – Miami's been beating the shit out of Florida State the last few years, and Florida State fans really – like, I, I would never talk trash to them because we were just there, but, man, Florida State's in a bad way. They suck, like, <laughs> and, they, and they are not going to be good this year either. They do not – they do not look good at all. That's a – they that new coach, uh, they are in trouble. So, yeah, it's gonna which be... we always, I always like it. You know, I hate Florida much, much more than Florida State. We've already talked about this, but mm-hmm. I always do like it when Florida State stinks, yeah, and they're pretty makes... bad. They're pretty bad. Yeah. So that's uh, I know Rob over at Steel Fit is an FSU grad as well. He's a huge yeah. Knowles Knowles mm-hmm. fan and supporter. So it'll be interesting to get him and I kind of trade shots during college football season. And he's also a Miami Dolphins fan for, for NFL. So we kind of trade shots whenever uh, the teams mm-hmm. meet up, whether it's college football teams or one of our teams has a really rough weekend or go of it or something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think um, it kind of, kind of snuck up this summer has been, you know, so busy and, <clears throat> you know, you see, you see like the, the pros, I don't really like watch pro football too much anymore. You know, kind of like if it's Sunday, you know, it's on kind of thing. Yeah. But so I wasn't really paying attention to the, um, you know, the preseasons going along and then, cause like college, you know, they don't televise any of the stuff right. that's going on, but I was like catching up with what's going on. I was like, holy shit. Like they're, they're already, you know, several weeks into practice and yeah, all that other stuff. So. It's fun, man. I don't think uh, college football is still my favorite. Absolutely. Same here. And especially with the optics of the NFL and all of the other nonsense, I'd rather not get into the social commentary, political oh, yeah. commentary yeah. coming up from the league. And I've, I've said basically, fuck it to the NFL. I, I'm, I'm done with all of that stuff. I um, felt, yeah, I started feeling that way a few years ago. And uh, yeah. it's only progressed, I think, every single offseason. Um, yeah. Sports is supposed to be the ultimate meritocracy. You're better than me. 
that's the way it is. I don't care what platform you're trying to push or whatever. Just play yeah. the fucking game. And just that's it. That's what you're there to do. That's it. Yeah, you know, like, because when I grew up, um, you know, I remember being like a little kid and Joe Montana was like the center of my universe, right? Yeah. So I was always like a 49ers fan growing up, just from following along with him and Steve Young. So I was just, man, yeah. wasn't it? You know, they were just in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. I didn't. I barely even watched it. I was like, I don't care. I don't care yeah. shit. Like, I don't care about these guys. If Miami was in the national championship game, I would be all about that stuff. So it just was kind of like, a, I don't know, man. I I get it. It's like it's been leaving a sour taste in my mouth as years have gone along, especially as social media has become more prevalent. And mm-hmm. a lot of it is just I don't know why we put these people on pedestals. You know what I mean? Because you realize right. that they're just they're just seeing things from such a small lens, and then they're they're being able to expose you know all these people to them, and it's like yeah, you know, you should really get out and try some other things before you start talking to like all these people. Yeah, uh, same could be but, said for Hollywood actors that live in their little uh, bubble, and then they get on these exactly. platforms and start to do virtue signaling and tell you how to live your life and all that stuff. Just. Yeah, Stay in your lane and, and do your shit. You're, you're growing up, you're a, an adult pretender is what you are if you're an actor. That's basically all you do. Yeah, and you know, at the same time, it's like, I don't I don't blame them. I blame the people that oh, yeah. follow along with them and give them, you know, what else? I don't know, man. It's just, cause, you know, because people ask me my opinions and stuff about things every day. So I say them. So it's like people want them to comment about stuff. And it's like, why? Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well. How are they yeah, qualified? Because easy. they have six million followers on YouTube or Instagram or something that automatically qualifies them to have an informed and educated opinion on a matter or something that you should even be following. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like the um, it's kind of like if you make the analogy to the supplement space or like training and nutrition and stuff like that. It, it's like if if Jay Cutler is out there giving his advice about uh, training and supplementation and stuff to um not that this can't apply or whatever but say say it's um you know a mom or whatever that's just trying to like have some that it's not that his advice is like necessarily like bad but has nothing to do with what she wants to do because the the two things don't match up so it's like the, the context isn't there so same kind of thing when i tell people like you know we can i can tell you what's the best training program or the best you know that but if it doesn't fit into what your life is and doesn't it's gonna be a giant waste of time so exactly i get it man yeah man jojo's a niners fan i was too growing up like we even still like the saints more often than not were a giant dumpster fire when i was growing yeah. up as a kid i mean they were it they also were didn't help that we were in the same division back then with the niners like we were mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. nfc west yes. when there were only three divisions there weren't four divisions then mm-hmm. um and so we had one or two really good seasons where we were like 11 and five or 12 or four. It didn't matter because the Niners were 14 and two or 13 and three. And so we had Bobby Bear, and then we went through the Aaron Brooks era, which I couldn't stand. And we progressed and eventually Drew Brees came to town and was the savior of New Orleans and all of that stuff. And now he's out, out the door and we'll see what happens. But I, I loved uh, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, yeah, Roger Craig, that. all of those guys. I hated the Cowboys. Love the Niners, and then eventually mm-hmm. when the Saints, you know, I always loved the Saints, but then it was finally good to see them, see them actually live up to what they could be after being horrendous for so long. Yeah, because then you have, um, it'll be interesting, you know, I, I'm i not a big fan of Jameis Winston, but, um, you know, he's 
it's not you know he's yeah. just, dude i i just uh, that guy is like he's he's weird on some kind of other level like when he was at florida state i was like this dude's gonna be in jail uh before too long because he's just there's like something off with him he seemed like a knucklehead that's all he's he's just like weird he's like uh you know, and when college, so he had the whole like suspension and stuff like that too. But anyway, yeah. So you have him and Taysom Hill, right? And they're yep. sort of like battling. Could you pick a, a more odd pairing? So you got James Winston and then the Storm and Mormon of James of a J- Taysom Hill. So well, you go from like uh, Drew Brees to now yeah. this sort of like trying to get two people to like fit in to take yeah. Drew Brees' place. That's kind of the other thing too is like you know uh, being a 49ers fan. You, you get spoiled, you know, you have Joe Montana and then Steve Young back to back and then yeah. nothing. Jeff Garcia for a while. And then yeah, Garcia had a couple of good years. He was pretty solid, but it's like you, yeah. you get really spoiled at quarterback. Yep. And then you go for years with shit at the position. And you're just like, wow. Oh man, yeah. we really, uh, <laughs> really had something. Then. You know, you get, <laughs> and Drew Brees, you know, kind of same thing. It's like, next thing you know, you're like, you don't, it's like you know how great Drew Brees is, mm-hmm. but you're really going to realize how great Drew Brees is over the next couple of years. And you're gonna be Absolutely, like, oh, yeah. He was amazing. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, Chris? JoJo, being Hawaiian, our families grew up Niners yeah. fans, I assume, just because it was closest to Hawaii. So I grew up the time of great Niners years and just stayed true. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely true. Or is is that closest? Were the LA Rams closest or Oakland? I'm so curious. Like, what is actually geographically closest to Hawaii? For and I, I've seen that before, where like uh, 49ers kind of have well, because I think they were so good during like those years. Oh yeah, they're kind of like they have fans all over the place. But there's um, they're really big, like in Hawaii. I've seen yeah. that before. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um. I got a little bit of breaking news right before we hopped on the podcast. Breaking and it's, it's kind of sad news because it involves a um, ingredient you and I very much are uh, fans of. Uh, but I, I can't have been told to not actually. This is just from a source. We're going to say it's from a source. Uh, Compound and Thermalife have settled the Vaso 6 lawsuit. And Vaso mm-hmm. 6, as a result, a fallout of that lawsuit is that Vaso 6 will be discontinued within the next 90 days. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot more to it also. Um, yeah. But that's why that's uh, kind of part of why he went this new direction, which I, I think the I think we could talk right. It's going to be called it's not going to be called Cardia 6. It's going to be called Self Flow. Self Flow, I think it's called. Cool. I like that name. <clears throat> Yeah, it's um, it's it's gone through. There's always legal hurdles and things like that that I don't think people understand. Trademark issues and there's a lot of stuff in the space that is just time consuming and it's delays because I think he wanted to release like Cardia Six back in like July. Yeah, I remember and, that. And uh, the ingredient itself is still exactly the same, <clears throat> not as. Not, it's not quite the same as Vaso 6. It's similar, but mm-hmm. I should say the version that's been coming out, it's just they're getting tripped up on what they can actually call it, which yeah. is, you know, it's like everyone's out there just like, I'm ready for the ingredient, but it's like, you know, you have to go through the legal process sort of first. And yeah, it's a big shit show. And it actually like highlights something that Matt said about this whole process is something that 
Prady and I, it's one huge thing that small brands getting in the space do not pay any attention to because they think, because they can get away with it and they think, but legally having everything in order, you know, Prady's an attorney. Yep. And that's one big thing we do. It's like, we have conversations with small brands all the time. We're like, you can't do this. Like you are going, this is going to fuck you either <laughs> six, six months from now, or it's going to fuck you three or four years from now. Either way, you have to have the people don't care though, because it's like one of those, oh, it's not like present at your doorstep, right? It's mm -hmm. sort of like a hypothetical, but it's like, that's where people always get nailed is um, they have things off legally because yeah. they don't spend the time they just crank out their stupid little products that everybody has and uh, they don't treat it like an actual business. They don't take it seriously enough and because it costs money, you know, it's expensive and there's no return. There's no return on that investment, right? You don't get a monetary return. So people just don't pay attention to it. And we have these conversations with people all the time because we'll not, we, there's a lot of clients we can't take on because they don't take that part seriously enough. And, and we're just like, then we're not because we're not going to go through this with you down the road. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want to take this stuff seriously. Yeah. But it's a uh, it's sad, man. I, I, we you and I have both been big proponents of Vaso Six. We had Matt on the uh, the podcast, you know, a couple of years back, and it's just I, I've always loved the ingredient. It's sad to see it go by the wayside. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see what the new Cell Flow it comes out with. If that's what the, the the end name ultimately ends up being. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see just to try it for myself and just to mm -hmm. see how it works in comparison to Vaso Six. It's just it sucks. But yeah, uh, and, well, and that's one reason too why he was doing like uh, he was doing like a side by side comparison. He sent out samples to like 30 people. Mm -hmm. I was one of them. One sample was Vaso Six, the other was Cardia Six, but he didn't tell you which one. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like a blind. Uh, sort of thing, but I could tell, I could tell right away uh, which one was which, yeah. and um, it's similar, very similar, but there is a little bit more uh, going on with it. So I think you'll you'll really like it. Uh, it is. It sucks because this is exactly the type of shit that we're talking about. So people in this space, innovation and all this sort of stuff. It the ingredient was there, but you have the Thermolife lawsuit, right? Mm -hmm. You have all this other crap getting in the way of just getting people an ingredient that can help them. Yeah. So you're like, there's a lot of things that people don't see that go on behind closed doors that stop certain things from happening in the space, stop certain innovations from happening because there's, there's people with a lot of money on the line in this and they're trying hard to make sure that certain things don't happen because it can affect their bottom line. Yeah. And it's like, now, meanwhile, we're all sitting here going, you know, <laughs> Yeah, hey, give us the good shit. It's something that's natural. It's effective. Yeah. Let us, which parlays into the next topic. Next supplies seem to be starting to dwindle, which we just talked about other people having vested interests in other applications and pharmaceuticals preventing nice natural dietary supplements and ingredients from having a spot that have effective, efficacious dosages and effects in a wide variety of aspects of human physiology. I've got plenty of knack here. I've got six bottles of this stuff, but uh... yeah, I don't think that I don't think that that'll stick. I think the reason why the reason why it might seem like <laughs> okay, hi buddy, hi, hello, sorry, my cat is uh, coming to hang out. Okay, get out of the way. <laughs> so 
the reason why like the NAC is probably seems weird like right now is because mm -hmm. there was the initial panic factor. Yeah. So a lot of people just rushed to like get rid of it and remove it. So now yeah. you're seeing that trickle down effect. But most manufacturers that I know, um, they may be like paused, but they're they're just gonna go back to it because it's like exactly what I said when it first happened. I was like, everybody throws up like the panic and alarms and stuff like that. But I was yeah. like, this shit happens all the time and nothing ends up happening. Like yeah. <laughs> we just look, there's still you still DMHA, you still see products with DMA, you yeah. know, that's banned. It's like there will always be manufacturers that'll be willing to skirt the rules as long as it's in some cases even if it is illegal but yeah um you know just because you can't get it on amazon i don't think it'll be a problem uh, no you can still find it at walmart uh go to nutricost.com you can still find knack there chris and there's a bunch of other places you can find it but there was that's two of the places that just immediately jumped to mind mm -hmm. that i know still have it uh based just based off recent uh investigations and purchases yeah i don't i don't think it'll be a problem to continue to get that agreed <clears throat> What's going on, Sean? Happy Monday to you too. Yeah, we're off. We're uh, a couple of days early this week because Justin is getting ready to go enjoy the the luxury and relaxation. Yeah, yeah, man. I can I cannot wait. It's uh, you know, we got to do the the trip in March for my birthday, and then uh, we're gonna do this one. So two in one year, man. I'm excited. Good stuff. How long are y'all staying? For a week, which is it's really good timing because we have some crazy projects coming up in September, mm -hmm. and uh, so it'll be nice because we have you know be from the twenty fourth to the thirty first, and then come back, and it's going to be a total shit show. Uh, we're trying to get to Miami for a game at some time in uh, September, but yeah, I don't know if we'll be able to do that. So, is uh, your better half a big college football fan, or she's into sports at all, or not so much? Yeah, and you know what? I'll tell you, here's here's something that we can here's something that really like annoys me that I noticed was a good thing about her right away. You know how you like you get like these women that are like they talk about like they talk about sports and they try to be like one of the guys and like all that sort of stuff. I yeah. fucking hate that so much. Like, oh yeah. The overcompensating women. And actually, yeah. so I'll even tie this into a New Orleans Saints uh one. Okay. This is like one of those moments where she like said something. I was like, hmm, this might be the one for me, this girl. There you go. Because she would talk about like she would watch sports and she would make comments, but she wasn't like trying to overly play like, oh, I'm one yeah. of the guys and I know about sports. It's like, just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I, I hate when women do that. Yeah, well, it's being disingenuous. That's why. I mean, it's not the fact that a woman is interested in sports. It's the fact that they're trying to put on airs right. to impress you or something like that. Yes, yeah, exactly. You totally get it. You know exactly the type yeah. of woman I'm talking about. So um, the one day, I, it was like last year. So we had a Saints game on and I'm just mm -hmm. kind of watching it. And I remember, I don't know, remember like the details of, of the game, but I remember, so Drew Brees was in and they were, I don't know if they were driving the kind of like win the game or take maybe like take the lead late in the game mm -hmm. and they took drew Brees out and put Taysom hill in in the middle of the drive and he threw an interception or he fumbled one of the two cost them yeah. all this momentum and stuff like that and i'm just kind of sitting there watching i'm thinking in my head and she goes <laughs> she's like she's like that's just really strange that they would put in Taysom hill right there she's like they had all the momentum from Drew Brees. She's like, he's rocking and rolling. She goes, and then they put in Taysom Hill. 
she's yeah. like and he kind of ruins it and she was talking about the the momentum thing and then bringing in sort of like a different kind of quarterback mm-hmm. and i was like that's exactly what i was gonna she say knows what's up right so it was like you can you can show that you know about sports without qualifying it first going oh i know about sports i'm a girl it's like shut up yeah exactly yeah man it's uh yeah that's it's who used to say i don't know what famous nfl coach used to say that whether it might have been jimmy johnson he says if you have two quarterbacks you have no quarterbacks and i mean that's what they were trying to do and i know lsu did that a couple of years ago so they had the the national championship in the 07 season you know my, my last year at lsu and then which was under matt flynn then we had the ryan perilu season yeah. Then everything went into a shit show because they started flipping between Andrew Hatch and Jarrett Lee. And then we had the Jordan Jefferson and Jarrett Lee thing. And oh. so we kept this whole roundabout just fucking merry-go-round of quarterbacks. And it just it turned into this flaming shit show. And then eventually we got Zach Mettenberger had a decent season. And then we had Joe Burrow a couple years ago, obviously, and all of that. So Yeah. Well, and there's and there's totally a time and place where putting in that different quarterback like Taysom Hill, you, you've seen the Saints do it a lot, where mm-hmm. it's like he's it's kind of deadly because it's this change up where they're not but it was it was specific to that situation because drew Brees was like boom 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 like marching right down the field and then they took him out and it like messed everything up and it was just kind of like one of those things and it was it was subtle but yeah. i just remember i was thinking it and then she said it and i was like you're right that's yeah. exactly what happened and i'm sure sean payton felt the same way like god why did i do that but there's yeah. it was just it was unique to exactly like how the situation was kind of playing out where it was like drew Brees was just carving them up mm-hmm. you know right down the field there was no real like it, if anything it was like i said momentum yeah you had them on their heels yeah. and then you, you do that swap and it just mm-hmm. brings everything it grinds the brakes yep uh justin do you want to say where you're off to or is that a is that an yeah. industry secret no it's we're going to um riviera maya mexico um and actually i was telling robert this jeff long's going to the same not the same resort but the same basically the same resort the same day so i'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to meet up with him he's going to a, the family resort and he's taking his kids i'm like no, no. <laughs> like, no. i'm not going to your resort because yeah i'm not wasting a resort trip on a kid mm-hmm. <laughs> chris you mean the shop at vitamin shop that works just if you're looking for knack uh head to nutricost's actual website and if you spend x amount of dollars you get free shipping stuff too mm-hmm. so because is, is uh nutribio still running knack oh uh, let me see i don't know if they because usually nutribio is pretty quick to not not uh, Nutribio still has it listed on their website. You can get the powder, 150 grams of the powder for 15 bucks. They also have 600 milligram capsules available as well mm. on their site. So, I mean, you know, Mark's on the up and up with stuff. He's not going to mess around with any gray area ingredients or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just like Nutribio just because they give their third party testing data. On their site. Agreed. Yeah. hundred percent. Go get that. Uh, Sweet. Have fun, Justin. He well, he will. I don't think just we have to worry about Justin not having fun. I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a difficult endeavor not having to deal with supplement matters and just sitting on a beach drinking beer and bourbon and everything else. Well, you know what's nice too is like these this particular place that we're going to. We went to the same resort in in March in Jamaica. And they have like a they have like a butler service like 24 seven. Yeah. You literally now all you do is text them. Right, they give you they give you their number. Oh, that's cool. Twenty four seven, you're just like, hey, bring me this. Beer me. 
it's so bad, man. It's so bad. Yeah. Uh, so spoiled. Pumped for the Snoop shirts today. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to go after this podcast. I got to go pick up the new supplement Snoop t-shirts. They'll be available for the group first. I, I did the riff on X-Files. I showed you mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, they came out. They came out awesome. I can't wait. Excellent. SPF 500. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky. I, I, I tan super easy. It's good. What's with all these show prep deaths? Oh, man. People are idiots. Uh, this is like, in this is a, we've been talking about this kind of stuff a lot. Like, there is nothing healthy about this industry, man. Correct. And, and I knew that. I kind of knew that as an outsider. Like, mm-hmm. but the more you get into it and the more you actually like meet these people and like talk to them and, it's not like nothing against them. I've met amazing people, but people are wired differently, man. And they're, they're struggling with stuff. There's, you know, there's a lot of insecurity and things and depression and all this other stuff that comes out in these weird kind of ways. And then you get coaches that I, it's just a bad mix, man. It's a bad, there's so much crazy shit. And that's why I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't want anything to do with it. I, I, yeah. The whole bodybuilding thing, man. I'm like, keep that away from me. I don't. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know a couple of them recently have, they've all had the same prep coach. And so maybe his protocols are just not, and I, it's a fairly well-known, it's a well-known physique prep coach. I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not extensively informed on the subject. I have some yeah. cursory knowledge of what's going on. So I don't want to, say too many names or anything like that but it's a very prominent coach and Mm -hmm. he's had several female physique competitors that have passed away in recent times and it's mostly i'm assuming due to the diuretic use um because that stuff you use that stuff too much of it just like you you take too much insulin or something and you don't have enough carbs in your system you can really fuck yourself up and kill yourself yeah i don't and like i said it's not it's not like a judgmental thing i just knew a long time ago when I saw like how extreme it all was, I was like, well, that's not why I'm working out. And that's not why yeah. I go to the gym and take supplements and, and eat healthy. I don't. Right. Cause you see, well, and then not only that, but uh, people and I'm, you know, that was like kind of like a side note from the fallout with what happened with John was a lot of people were always like, Oh, well he would always get his blood work done. And it's like that, that, the blood work is like such a tiny snapshot of what's going on within your body. Yeah. It's like, that's, there's so much more to it than that. So people always fall back on this. Oh, well, I fixed my blood work. It's like, you shouldn't have to fix your fucking blood work all the time. You know what I mean? That's like, right. how is that a good thing for people to do? So you have these people that are extreme and on these, and then you have people following along with them and they're, it, it's like taking advice from maybe someone that you shouldn't be taking advice from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Uh, Jojo, I watched Doctor Mike from Renaissance Periodization. And he said he drinks milk because milk is insulinogenic. Is the words he used? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, a couple of so do you, do you have you ever watched any of Doctor Mike Israel's stuff or heard him on any podcasts or anything? Mm-hmm. No, he's he's got his PhD in sports science or basically how to take an athlete and make them the best athlete possible. Runs Renaissance Periodization. He's been on a, a bunch of podcasts, most notably like the Revive Stronger podcast, which is focuses mostly on natural bodybuilding. But they've yours started getting the only, yours is the only podcast I watch. There we go, man. Changing lives here. Um, and though. so he he gets very much into the the theory 
of bodybuilding, getting all the way down to like physiological, biological pathways and all this stuff. Now, I mean, now he walks the talk. He's like five, five, 250 pounds. So, I mean, he's, he's a big, big motherfucker for being somebody that, that's so short. That's, I guess that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, is that healthy to be five, five and 250 pounds? No. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, but he wants to compete in bodybuilding. He's got one of the, the sharpest, uh, special sports supplement gurus in the industry, Bob Broderick Chavez doing his, doing his, uh, chemical enhancement and all of those kind of things. Well, I think um, that's true too, not to derail like what you're talking about or like yeah. catch off, but these are smart people that are in the space when it comes to this particular uh, set and you know, yeah. because they're walking such a fine line between what's to maximize human performance and potential and what's going to fucking kill you. You know, yeah, exactly. Crazy. Anyway, yeah. And so he's released things about the most optimal way to structure your training, most optimal way to structure your diet for mass gain, for fat loss, for all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of his recent videos was on building out kind of his mass gain diet and what he personally did to get, you know, freaking huge. Um, and so one of the things he said, milk is insulinogenic. And But you something you also got to consider is that most of these top tier professional bodybuilders or guys that are amateur bodybuilders that are competing in the enhanced side of things is they're also taking things like testosterone taking insulin exactly which is why they're crushing an entire box of cereal after their workouts because they take a few units of insulin they got to get those carbs in their system pretty quick or they're going to end up in a diabetic coma Mm. um so that's it It, milk even whey protein is does create an insulin spike it doesn't have the near the insulin spike that's something like uh you know white bread wood or cream of rice or or cream of wheat or anything like that Mm. um so that's something to keep in mind. But the, the whole pathway is that for a natural lifter, I, I really don't think you need to be worrying about spiking your insulin immediately before or after a training work and then getting back to baseline. That's more for like the enhanced side of things. Mm-hmm. If you're hitting your total daily protein goals, you're hitting your carb goals, your overall macros, and you're supporting proper nutrition before and after your training session, I don't think you really need to worry about spiking your insulin or getting in those super rapid fast digesting carbs because you're probably only training once a day, maybe twice, but even then your volume's not going to be so high that you're going to need to like pound super fast digesting or insulinogenic stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I only know because I, I, I did this. I, I, for a long period of time, you would do like dextrose and things like that, like post-workout and try yeah. because you're, you're listening and watching other people do this and you're going, mm-hmm. okay, let me try that. There's literally no difference for me. Um, than when I do stuff like that. And then when I just have a shake or something like that, like post-workout, there's, yeah. I don't know. I always end up like back at the same place, man. It's not that complicated. Like th- there's a lot of people that just are in the space. If you're not enhanced and competing and things like that, really all we're doing is just wasting a huge amount of time on some kind of merry-go-round asking questions that don't apply to. Yeah. So I'm not saying Jojo's question is like not doesn't apply, but it's like those things just don't matter to most people. You know what I mean? So right. that's why, that's why you sit there and you read like message boards and, forums and stuff like that and it's just people going back and forth saying my way this way and it's also because you know man at the end of the day not much matters it's just it's yeah no i agree 100 know because i only know because i've put it's hard because a lot of people aren't consistent enough to like put these things through the paces themselves yeah i've been consistent for about like 10 years where i've been like r- relatively <clears throat> the same weight I've always been like the weight that I want to be, mm-hmm. right? And it's because of it's because I made it like super simple for myself. So then when I want to try something new, I just kind of add it in and I see what happens, right? Yeah. 
not much moves in Evo, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially like, for, and I know JoJo's coming up competing in a natural bodybuilding show soon, and so maybe he'll be for his heading into his off season, he's looking to maybe optimize some things. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you know, it's milk is a super high quality protein. It's got both whey and casein in it. It does help spike insulin and higher resting insulin levels, uh, combat cortisol, combat muscle breakdown, and things like that. Um, if you are going into a training session fasted, you haven't had anything to eat, then I can see the argument for getting some really fast digesting carbs. You want to create that insulin spike, immediately get cortisol lower, block, and plus insulin in its own right is anti-catabolic, so it helps just combat breakdown naturally yeah. or muscle breakdown that could be induced from just either going for a long time without a meal or resistance training, anything like that, strenuous physical activity. Yep. So in that yeah. instance, but if you've had a good quality meal, like say you're training at I don't know, 11 a.m. You have your pre-workout meal at 10. When you finish your training session at 12, 30, 1 o'clock, your body's still in the process of digesting and assimilating mm-hmm. and utilizing all those nutrients to where, you know, you have your post-workout meal at 1 o'clock, 1.30 even, 2 o'clock. You're going to be fine, and you just get that next meal in, and it can be, a, you know, it can have some complex carbs. It can have some simple carbs. It's going to have some protein, uh, mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. I, just the worrying about, like, the super rapid digesting stuff, the spike in the mm-hmm. insulin, that's more on the enhanced side when you've got some additional, you know, special sauces coursing through your veins. Yeah, because usually, like when I when I try to get like a lot of carbs in, say post workout, is exactly what you're talking about. Sometimes I just I don't like to eat, you know, around my training. So and then sometimes you have some really intense workouts, especially when you fuck around with some seriously like crazy pre workout. Oh yeah, just keep and, going and going. Yeah, and because going. you realize sometimes like you like it's great that you you know use the pre workouts and stuff like that, but so you can feel yourself sort of push beyond where you should have gone yeah. that day, you know, and you kind of have like, you can just feel it. Right. So sometimes I'm like, okay, I need to have some sort of replenishment or like I'll turn, cause what you said about managing cortisol people, um, a lot of people out there don't know, like the carb relationship with cortisol post-workout and mm-hmm. cortisol's, uh, you know, you're, especially when you're taking a high stem pre-workout and you're, you know, you really, and that was the biggest thing I think that I learned, like one of the main things I learned over the last few years was <clears throat> how to manage cortisol around my workout, post-workout, whether it's, do I want some carbs to sort of help there? Or do I want to use something like, uh, you know, like some sort of adaptogen? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been using that magnesium product, you know, sort of post-workout. Yeah. And, that's where I've noticed there is a difference, but that's only because I was doing it pretty extreme before I wouldn't eat and I would have a lot of stimulants and I wasn't sleeping real great. Like oh, yeah, it just pegged you that. out the, the wrong way. So now granted, like I was, I looked good, right. But I just didn't, you know, you didn't feel good, especially like later on. So anyway, um, yeah, there's a whole thing in there. Yeah, totally understand. I agree with you guys are saying, but the idea is, to one day trainer, so I'm trying to expand the brain in all I can. Yeah, yeah. that's completely understandable. There's there's mm-hmm. there's understanding the theory and the mechanisms of how things work. Then there's also the practical application. But within that practical application, you got to have context of where where's the person that you're training at currently? Where do they want to go? Um, yeah. You know, and what are their what are their goals? Is it just like Justin brought up earlier, the soccer mom that just kind of wants to lose a few pounds and get in shape, or is it like the high school athlete that's looking to try and make like a div two school or a div one school or something like that, or guys that somebody wants to step on stage and be a physique competitor. It's there's a whole <laughs> spectrum on where you bring in like insulin spiking stuff and fast digesting carbs, post-workout meals, pre-workout meals, 
high, very, very highly context dependent. And there's one, there's one underlying issue that I say here all the time when it comes to stuff like this is the age we're living in, people need to crank out content all the time. So you literally like make shit up to talk about. Yeah. Like you'll go and find some obscure point or some like thing to talk about because you have to keep your audience engaged. You have to talk about things. It ultimately couldn't matter at all. Like I'm not saying that he's doing that here, talking about milk or whatever, but yeah. the pressure for people to con and there's really like not that much to talk about when it comes. I remember thinking like years ago, I remember reading muscle and fitness like every month. Right. Yeah. And I remember after a while I'm going, this is literally just the same shit over and over and over again. And then they would post some sort of contradictory, but at the end of the day, they they weren't saying anything other than get to the gym a little bit and eat like a normal person. Don't eat like an asshole. And I remember, I'm like, how do they come up with content every month? Now you have people that have to make up content every single day. Yeah. So it's like, it's exhausting. You, con you constantly see people reaching for topics to talk about because they're, they, they need to have eyes on them. It's just like the news and the media and all that other stuff. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be like anything really like, you know, relevant. It just has to be something, you yeah. know what I mean? So that's kind of like where people just get into this paralysis by analysis because every single person out there that's a content creator has to put something out there all the time. Yeah. And that's when you get this watered down effect of what is actually beneficial. Because how, how, how successful are you going to be if you were to get on your platform every day and say, hey, guys, today, make sure you get to the gym, move around a little bit. And, you know, don't eat like an asshole. Eat your fruits and veggies and some meat. How is that, like, how is that going to create any type of shareable content, you know, uh, with yeah. people out there every day? So it's kind of like this perfect storm of, yeah, there's a lot of information out there and then people have to talk about stuff. And so you just, like, beat people into submission about they have no idea what to believe anymore. When the really the truth of it is, it's usually a very simple uh, answer. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, in this constant wheel to crank out content, you start coming up with some asinine things like lion's mane wrecks your libido and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would say such a asinine Oh, thing? man. Yeah. Also, you want to work with the youth, so I know they will see things like that and always feel like that stuff is gold. And I just want to be able to explain that, yes, it may work, but you're not there yet. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly what mm -hmm. we're saying. There's well, a lot I of think, and that's what, that's why I get so passionate about this topic is because I have so many people come and ask me and they bring me these these things that don't have anything to do it they're literally it's just garbage floating around in their brain and it's actually just it's stopping them from getting to their goal because the goal was yeah. a straight line right in front of them but then you have all this noise and it's yeah. getting them like off course and you're just like push that aside yeah. and then maybe like when you're you know say you're in jojo situation where you get to that level where all of a sudden maybe that stuff does matter then bring it in but a lot of people are bringing it in too early in the process where it's it's more or less just confusing more than anything else when it's like correct you know you, you hate to be the boring like get you know understand the basics first but yeah it's true jim rat i need something for joint care i've been taking animal flex any other better options there's probably a million better options than animal uh animal sucks um i don't know like does it 
I, I love well, the my, candor. My question, like for people in this situation, always is like, what is it like? I mean, if you enjoy it, then you know, keep taking it. But what about what about it is not <clears throat> is not fulfilling what your expectations are? Yeah, and that's a good way to look at it. I mean, maybe. From the approach of like maybe they've used it and maybe they wonder they don't know what they're missing out on like they're wondering if there's something better than what they're currently using i mean i know animal animal has been around for what 30 years now at least animal mm -hmm. or animal pack has been around for like the industry stable for 30 years um and they do some good stuff i know people that have used animal flex and said it's worked well for them i mean unless you've already got achy joints if you're or have otherwise healthy functioning joints and you take a joint supplement do you really notice if it's doing much Probably yeah. not, but if you've got achy joints um, and you started adding it and it's improved you, like you feel less aches and pains, you feel less inflammation or just things feel less creaky and stuff, then stick with it. But yeah. I mean, I know a couple of ones that we're, we're fans of, Orthogen, I'm Orthogen well, Nutrition. Yeah, so Orthogen from Morphogen Nutrition is something that it is, in my opinion, that and like maybe like Like a Pro has another really good one. Um, yeah. That's like gold standard but that doesn't mean you buy it right like it yeah. it's it's so loaded and it it i've i've seen it i've made recommendations to people they have amazing experiences with it but I, that's still i'll never tell someone that i don't know like their background to go buy it because yeah. it's, it's it's 48 bucks right it's that's a lot of money and yeah. Uh, I don't know that a person needs that huge laundry list of, you know, he loads the shit out of that product. Correct. Yeah. Will 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 that product help this person? I could confidently say yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, right. You have to go buy that product because there's like um, there's like a really simple uh, joint health formula. Um, Earth Nutri is is one that I have on hand because Earth mm -hmm. Nutri does Earth Nutri does third party testing. They they provide us with all their third party testing results. They have like a it's like a, a type two collagen MSM type joint formula, very simple, but it's very effective for people. So it's like I know I know a major loaded premium product that could help you, and I know a simple product that could maybe help you too. And it's kind of like you just have to figure out where you're at as a person and sort of like, what do you need? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so it's like two ingredients, two capsules, yeah. 25 bucks, 25 bucks for 30 servings where you, and then on their websites, they always have 30% off and all this other shit. So it's like, yeah. or do you need the, the fully loaded know, thing? $50, like fully loaded. This is going to change you into a cyborg type joint repair kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, some other, like another low cost option is SNS joint support XT. That's one I've used in the past and I've recommended to people. You can pretty much, I think you get that for like 20 bucks a bottle and it's 30 servings. Um, all well-dosed stuff. Uh, the joint supplement from granite supplements, uh, is right. another solid option. I think brands, right? I usually just tell people like, uh, core, core makes cores, core, core flex is a really good one. Right. Core makes great products. You go buy their joint health product, you know, Nutribio, extreme yeah, joint care from Nutribio is amazing. Super, super solid. Yeah. Um, so you could just do like a, a, just, or you can go to Amazon. And if you, if you want to, Jim, right, send me an email to supplement engineer gmail.com. And there's, there's four bulk ingredients that I send to my dad um, mm. or tell him to get each month. And so it's uh, 500 milligrams of natural eggshell membrane, UC2 collagen, 
um, a Boswellia extract that's standardized for the, the Boswellic acids. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, did I say UC2 already? Yep. Yeah, UC2, natural eggshell membrane, the Boswellia, and yeah, uh, Cissus is another one. You can do 1,000 milligrams of Cissus from either. Yeah. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Because, yeah. so it was funny, if you look at Chemex came out with a joint formula. And this was um, this was kind of funny because, you know, I, I, got, I was getting a lot of joint formula questions on my um, <clears throat> on my question sticker. Yeah. And then one day, like someone asked me, like, what ingredients do you look for when it comes to joint formula? And I was like, well, I said, uh, Cissus, I said Boswellia, I said UC2 collagen. Yep. And I said, um, some of these really interesting curcumin standardizations. Yeah, for um, inflammation. Yeah. But so I named off these products. And then like the next day, Gorilla Chemist dropped. Because the, P- <laughs> the PEA in here is also a really amazing one. Yeah. Um, the next day, Guerrilla Chemist dropped uh, the formula for this, and I was like, it was literally every single ingredient that I had just mentioned that I really like because there are some things that, you know, the glucosamines and chondroitins are a waste. Um, yeah, I mean they're fine, but they're they're minuscule and they're dirt cheap. I mean it's yeah. That's like well, and that's like so morphogen has big dosages of them in orthogen. Yeah. But that's not what the formula is like built on. Like you see a lot of older like joint style formulas like that's the backbone is glucosamine conjoining right because it's really cheap for the brand whereas like in orthogens it's sort of like a throw-in where mm-hmm. he's like maybe this stuff helps you but there's also um orthogen is freaking loaded and yeah. it, it is it is a product but this uh, chemics one is really cool too so you're trying to say brian at chemix stole your joint formula is that what you're trying to say <laughs> I talked to him. I talked to him about it, and I showed him the video that I had made the day before, and uh, it was. And I will say this too. So Orthogen, Nick's on here. Nick can probably back me up here. So he had this. Um, he originally had this orange flavor. It was like a supposed to be like an orange juice. It was mm-hmm. alright. It was alright. Not the greatest flavor. These yeah. two flavors that he just came out with this cran- cranberry apple one because most joint formulas are capsule based right. because. The ingredients well, the, taste. The paractin like, is horrendous tasting. I've tried it just yes. by itself in a joint formula where we removed it and then where we put it back in. Paractin is so vile tasting and astringent. It kills yep. everything. Yeah, they are. I mean, everybody does joint capsules because these are horrendous tasting ingredients. Yeah. But this orthogen, the cranberry apple, is actually both of them, but he killed these flavors. It is so good. I don't know how. Cool. Yeah, I know just because paractin is super gnarly. I mean, the rest of them, uh, yeah, some of the stuff could be pretty bad, but curcumin and paractin especially are, uh, who? BAC, the one thing that he has in here that's interesting is the celadrin. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. another really cool one. They're um, not cheap. He, I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, that's the thing about morphogen, right? I tell people all the time, huge uh huge fan of everything he does i think that you can go to him and his products will help you but at the same time like do you need something that hefty right yeah so it's like it's kind of that whole like restaurant analogy you know are you going out just to have a meal to satiate you a little bit or do you want to have like the whole buffet you want all the carbs all the fats all the protein yeah. all at the same time or are you just looking for you know something small 
Exactly. Yeah, Nick said the same thing. The OG flavor was the OG flavor is not that great, um, but the product was so good that I'm like, okay, just deal with it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the new flavors are just he. Oh man, they're good. They're good. Yeah. What's going on, Nick? Uh, social media syndrome, instant gratification. Yeah, that's one of many issues with social media. There's good. There's good. There's also bad. Absolutely. There's uh, social media is amazing. You know what I mean? Social media has changed my life completely. Yeah. yeah. But it's like I always tell people, like, I don't, I don't read social media. I go on, I do my thing. Yeah. Go on, get I, off, and don't and live on it. Off. Right. It, it's when we're sitting around bored and you start, because, man, it's easy. You start clicking around, and next thing you know, you're pissed off. You know, you're feeling some type of way about it. And it's like, oh, man, you know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, man. I thought I was looking up controlled labs. I thought they had a uh, joint mm, formula, but they don't. They, they just have some stuff built into Orange Triad. Yeah, isn't it like Orange Triad? Like there's a like a I want to say Flex version or something like that. It's like you know there's Orange Triad, and then they add in like different versions. Yeah, I thought they did. It said, I mean, they've got Orange Triad. It says multi joint digestion and immune aid. I'm trying to see what the like a pro like a pro's joint formula is awesome too. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's isn't all that stellar. I mean, it's two grams. Here, I can share it. Um, I like stuff from controlled labs in general. This mm -hmm. this one, I think, I would like to see what they could do just with a standalone uh, thing. So we've got the regular vitamin complex here. You got two grams of glucosamine and chondroitin, which is meh. That's probably a gram of each of those, or maybe fifteen hundred and five hundred. It's very meh. Uh, flex complex of MSM, bromelain, maltodextrin, and hyaluronic acid. I'm not sure why maltodextrin is. I mean, maybe just an anti-caking agent or something, but that. Yeah, I think that. Again. Yeah. And then digestion and immune complex of echinacea, ginger root, quercetin. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, these are solid ingredients in there. I just. They usually have pretty good prices, too, like on their stuff. Yeah. Like they're, you know, because it's like, like a pros is amazing. Now, granted, website prices are always inflated but it's you know it's 70 bucks you know for let's see granted it is literally the most expensive uh joint formula i've ever seen if you know anything about these ingredients that are in there these are sort of is expensive shit and uh <clears throat> yeah From, oh god because actually uc2 is very expensive Oh yeah, yeah. I've gotten pricing on that before mm -hmm. with uh, some stuff we were looking at doing for a pollen on a joint formula, and paractin was in there. UC two is in there, and a couple of these other ones. Yeah, Long Vita um, is very expensive. Long Vita is super cool. How I mentioned, I think what Chemex had a different uh, trademark uh, curcumin. Long Vita one is really yeah. Effective. They had curcumin and the tetrahydro curcumin. Mm. Yeah, they had Long two Vita. forms in the Chemex one. <clears throat> Long Vita is a neat one. So he, you know, Jeff always goes with trademarks and there's sometimes when trademark is just kind of like a, like a creatine instead of a regular creatine. It's almost like yeah. there's probably no difference, but there's a level of security there or a level of integrity there. Right. But then there is ones like Long Vita where it makes a huge difference compared to like regular curcumin. So we always get those right. questions about like, do trademarks matter? In some cases they matter quite a bit. Yeah. Like regular beta alanine versus carnosine 
eh, I don't really think that matters. Right, there's no difference. Yeah. We're talking about like ashwagandha stuff, regular ashwagandha root versus like a KSM or sensual sensorill or a shodan. Yeah, there's a big difference there. Yeah, changes everything about the ingredient. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I know Advanced Molecular Labs has a joint formula coming out. I don't know if it's officially released yet or not. Uh, I don't, that's one company I really like. I, I Joe cocktail, yeah. Joe over there, he he doesn't like me at all. No, no, because uh, I told him the one time because he he blocked Tim Gritzman one time because oh, shit. it was it, it was really like kind of a weird whole kind of thing. So they had their pre workout and they always talk about like how dedicated they are to science and science and you know he's he's very extreme with what he says and I was like yeah. well. I was like, if you're so big on the science, I said, why are some of your dosages on your pre-workout not, you know, not released? Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, he flipped out on me. <laughs> but I was like, I don't fuck like that. Shit, like, just answer the question. But, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I, I'm a huge fan of the brand, though. Yeah, I mean, I like their dosages. The Dopa Rush line of stuff they got from, the, like, their Nootropic and their pre-workout is solid. I mean, Steve Blackman over at AML, like, the owner of AML always is a, is a huge research nerd, kind of like Justin mm -hmm. and I, where he's always digging through this stuff and doses things as, as effectively as possible while keeping things uh, reasonable on price. So, I mean, you've got full dosages here of just about everything. Um, yeah, I think it stemmed from the whole like taurine, caffeine, uh, weird. Yeah, yeah. I know Steve is that. very much against the taurine stuff and him and I have talked offline about that. Um, just he doesn't think it belongs anyways just because taurine's got some GABAergic properties and there's a few associational yeah. studies showing mm -hmm. adverse cardiovascular effects from energy drink consumption but there's no hard data in in my opinion to show that taurine and caffeine is deleterious to exercise performance overall human health and all of that so and at least i i don't see anything yet people are entitled to have their own opinions and we differences and so I mean, Steve and I do a lot of stuff together, and we we differ on this. It, that's okay, though. I mean, it's, it's not like we're going to go to war over it. It's just he sees yeah. it one way, I see it another way, and that's that's fine. And, well, and I think that that was that was where the whole thing happened was. It wasn't even like I remember Tim saying like Tim wasn't be, Tim's not an extreme guy. He like gets yeah. it. Joe's very extreme. So and Tim was like, well, hey, uh, we have years of anecdotal evidence. I've been taking in my pre-workouts for and i'm fine you know yeah. and it's like i think when you get like touring you know what i think happens too because th there was an energy drink study and i remember like my question that got me blocked was i said all i said was is this specific to energy drinks or are we talking about like pre-workouts because energy drinks mm -hmm. as we know there's all other weird shit kind of going on in there and stuff mm -hmm. like that and, and i never got an answer so we know too, like when you get like there was um, a mile blocks um, pre workout. This it was like a Halloween version, it was like 666. There was like six grams of betaine, there was six grams of <laughs> six grams, there were six grams of taurine. Yeah, that especially to people that are not sensitive to stimulants, that thing was a sleep aid. Six grams of taurine, 100%. Yeah. Is, oh, yeah. is like that's too much where you're pushing to the gabergic, you know. Yeah. It's almost like the right there's that balance going on and that pushes that for and then yeah, you got that bell-shaped curve kind of thing, and you get that the sweet spots kind of in like that two to four gram range, and you go over and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and there's and there's other people that could take it and the stimulant effect would be so strong that they wouldn't notice 
the taurine. The thing about taurine too is we know that it does a lot of cool things for your workouts though. So it's like yeah. to just say that it doesn't belong there. It's like I don't. I just don't. Don't see it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's got antioxidant properties. It helps with cell volumization, uh, combats oxidative stress. But it also, you look up some independent studies on like actual RCTs on just taurine ingestion or supplementation on it. It actually improves cardiovascular function. So mm -hmm. that's when you say like, all right, well, does, is it the combination of caffeine and taurine that's stressful on the heart? And I'm thinking, I don't really know if I, I believe that. And that's where you, you can say the energy drink thing, and but that's fine. Most of those studies, you're also getting like 80 grams of sugar with caffeine, taurine, and question. a bunch of other stuff too. Yeah. So, And I don't think that and it, it's not even that I'm saying that they're wrong having that stance, but I'm just not right. like, I'm not comfortable saying that extreme of an opinion. I think Correct. having extreme opinions in the supplement space is a little dangerous anyway. Yeah. And there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of concrete stuff, you know, in this, yeah, in this space. So. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's interesting. I know green tea extract is another one, kind of one of those ingredients that is because you see every, every year or two, there's some study that comes out and says man ends up with, you know, toxic liver syndrome or liver failure because they OD'd on something that contained green tea extract. Yeah, it's like is it really the green tea extract? No. Is it an unhealthy lifestyle? Is it yeah. you know is is EGCG really that bad for you? Is the green tea concentrate that hazardous? I, I don't know. It's it's. I, it's too conflicted. It's all associational stuff. I'd be dead if it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So. It's just there's always yeah. more. There's always more to the story, and supplements are always an easy scapegoat because there's a negative stigma uh, associated with them. And Agreed. You're, you're seeing it too, where um, they're quick to to blame it, especially as especially as more like uh, you know the TikToks and Instagrams and all that stuff where you you can basically just say something and there's no fact checking there's no you know you can just say something right so then someone goes on TikTok and says i had i almost died because of this pre workout everybody in the in this space knows that's not i'm like 99% sure that it's not the pre workout it's some sort of combination correct but millions of people could see this and then it's too late. It's too late to like bring that back in. So the damage is already kind of done. So you're like, right. yeah, yeah. Justin Thompson regarding the energy drink lowered performance thing. I'm starting to think sucralose is causing some serious gut issues for me. Lots of data showing it really harms the gut. I, I wouldn't say there's lots of data. I mean, there's a few studies that a couple of people will point to, but most of those are in animals or obese individuals. Um, and it's something almost all subs thoughts on extensive sucralose intake. There's the caveat exactly. in, um, otherwise healthy, moderate amounts. Sucralose is safe. Mm -hmm. doesn't have any adverse impact on the gut microbiome. It's going to be okay. And just because it affects, it has an effect on the gut microbiome. Doesn't mean that's necessarily a bad effect, or maybe it modulates your gut bacteria. Doesn't necessarily mean it's good or bad. It just, it's, it's a change. It's a Delta. That's all it is. It doesn't mean it's a good or bad Delta. Um, so thoughts on extensive, so extensive or excessive, well, excessive intake of anything. I think Justin and I would both agree that it's, uh, that's not good. No matter what substance you're talking about, whether it's water, caffeine or anything. Yeah. You know, too much water can kill you. You know, this is a perfect example of how things kind of go off the rails sort of in this, in this space, because there's a lot of people that do a lot of fear mongering when it comes to like sucralose. Yeah. 
it it's not so and not saying this person um but what usually happens is we're we're looking for that that one thing right that's that's causing our issues that's causing the stress that's causing the something's going on with your gut there's something right so we want to figure out what that answer is and usually it's a you know cumulative effect of lots of different you know habits and that's why i always tell people like when they ask me about artificial sweeteners added to your pre-workout or something like that i'm like the overwhelming majority of people in this space don't have to worry about that because most likely most likely outside of your say use of sucralose in your pre-workout people have like healthier habits overall out you know in the rest of your day yeah so some sucralose in your pre-workout is not going to kill you but when you have people on the extreme end that are constantly like you know it's it all goes back to this whole like pro over you know where people are like processed food is killing people or also it's never the one thing it's 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 never that right and i, I use the analogy of um you know how they say like red wine is like healthy for you that's not true like mm -hmm. we know that there's parts of red wine that are healthy but what you see is people that sort of when people turn to alcohol and they drink red wine in general they are healthier in life right Correct. when it's so it's like almost like there's like this secondary sort of effect there where it's like okay this isn't the healthy or unhealthy thing necessarily but it's usually a sign of overall healthier habits you know if that yeah. makes sense so it's kind of like it's it, you know we know that sucralose doesn't do anything like super negative to you if used in this Moderation. yeah of course yeah i guess Anything. Something else to consider, Justin, is what what are the GI issues? You don't have to go into explicit detail or you know graphic detail in, in the comments, but you know are are you finding that you're just feeling you know more bloated, gassy during the day? You're spending more time in the bathroom. Like if that's the case, then maybe look at your overall diet. Maybe you need to tweak your sucralose intake. But I mean, if the only thing you're having as far as sucralose is like a scoop of pre workout and a scoop of protein powder during the day, I mean, I think you're well within the, the safety limits of that. Now, if you're doing you know, six scoops of amino acids, three scoops of protein, a scoop of pre-workout, a mass gain or shake, and six Diet Cokes. Maybe you want to start looking at some, you know, at a bunch of sugar-free candies and stuff like that, and sugar-free gum. Maybe you want to start, you know, looking at it. But if, if we're talking like just a moderate intake, like a scoop of pre-workout and a scoop of protein, or like a scoop of aminos and a scoop of protein, or even, you know, protein, pre-workout, and aminos, yeah. you're fine, man. You're well, fine. it's like, the, that's like the diet soda thing, right? There's this... <clears throat> this huge like conflict about diet soda yeah same exact thing uh, if if a, a person with overall healthy habits and healthy lifestyle has a diet soda nothing's going to happen right right now if a person that has this cumulative effect of bad habits and has the diet soda there could be some and there are people that i do know i don't know like <sighs> For sure, if this is it, but some people do say sucralose does give them a certain reaction. Yeah. You know, there is there is people out there that you're allergic to certain dyes, or maybe like sucralose does have, <clears throat> like, a, you know, to you specifically, it might have a, you know, kind of a weird effect. But yeah, absolutely. In general, yeah, the whole thing is it really 
gone off the rails when it comes to this. Yeah, usually from like the, the naturalistic crowd that says anything that's chemical made, anything that is a chemical, you know, is is hazardous. Yet everything around us is chemicals. Water is a chemical. So I mean, it's just yes. consider the source and and you know really dive deep. If you hear something, take it with a grain of salt. Then do do a little bit of investigation, or just come ask me and Justin, and we'll do our best to give you some you know halfway reasonable answer. Well, I had a woman the other day. She was like. I need a multivitamin that just has vitamin C. It doesn't have the ascorbic acid. And I was like, and I was like, it's not a thing. And uh, she was like, well, I can't have the chemical version of vitamin C. And I was like, go to red bell pepper or some strawberry to get your vitamin C that I way. Like, I was like, well, then I was like, you can't, it doesn't work that way. I was like, you just eat your, I was like, eat a fucking orange, you know? But there's this exactly like what you just said. I'm like, there's nothing because just because something's synthetic, that who cares? Right. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It was just kind of like one of those moments where I was like, wow. So yeah, that is vitamin C in the someone. There is no such thing as a, like a vitamin C. I don't know. Anyway, this is kind of one of those questions where I'm like, wow, there's a disconnect. Yeah, man. Here's a good one. So I've learned that you need a certain amount of potassium to go with sodium intake. Yes. Is there any ranges for an average person who has body physique goals of sodium intake daily? The I don't know uh, what the range is. The RDI, just like the, the average sedentary American recommended intake or sufficient intake, is 2,300 milligrams, which is one teaspoon of about table salt. Hmm. So that's 2,300 milligrams. Now, that's, that's the average person that just sits on their ass all day, watches TV, maybe goes for like a 10 minute walk to get the dog and the mail and come back home for people that have very physically active jobs for individuals that train at a high level that maintain high levels of physical activity, as well as those individuals that just live in hot environments, or maybe they just sweat a lot naturally, mm -hmm. their nutrient intakes are going to ramp up considerably because you're more physically oh, yeah. active. Your body's excreting more minerals, utilizing more minerals, all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. there's no one blanket recommendation across the board for all individuals in every case that 2,300 milligrams is for the average individual that doesn't really do a whole hell of a lot. I say um, it all the time. I'm like, give me as much salt as possible. Yeah. Like you and I are both very physically active. Jojo works for Amazon. So he's busting ass all day long. Mm -hmm. um, so I wouldn't really be worried about your salt intake, Jojo. You, you're training hard. You've got kids. You've got a very physically demanding job. I wouldn't really stress over your sodium intake. Make sure you're consuming enough, if anything. Um, well, I think he's asking about potassium. Yeah, I mean, just have enough potassium. Like usually, so I don't know what that is. I don't know. Forty-six hundred milligrams, I think, is the potassium intake. I, I thought it was double the sodium, just because people tend to not get enough sodium. Well, so, but it, it kind of goes the reason why we don't like necessarily like know is because it 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 varies so much from person to person like yeah. there isn't there isn't like a an exact answer yeah um i mean i've got blood ranges which is 3.6 to 5.2 millimoles per liter but i think average in like daily intake should be around 4600 milligrams uh, 3,500 to 4,700 milligrams daily. Uh, it's with a healthy adult. So, but I mean, you can get that from foods, uh, your, your multivitamin and some, most of your, like your intro workout or your pre-workout will have very modest amounts, minor amounts of potassium in there, but you know, yogurt, 
avocados. Those are great sources. Salmon. Um, what else is really good? Potatoes are good. Bananas are good. All of those are good sources of potassium to have in the diet. Yeah, I think potatoes is a really underrated one. People don't realize. Yeah. But it's kind of like, so when you see certain foods, like all the foods you just named off, that's why when people like compete and all these other things, they eat basically the same staple foods all the time. It's it's yeah. stuff like that that sort of, you know, because and then they supplement, you know, accordingly. You might have, like I said, something you might make up, you know, say if you're like a CrossFitter or something like that, you might mix up uh, an intro workout of, <clears throat> you know, something extra in this area, extra sodium, cane sugar, like other things like that. So it's like you have all these like social like things that are frowned upon salt and sugar and all this other stuff. But if you're, if you're a healthy person, that's not getting those things all day, you might have to take more of it on purpose. You know what I mean? Uh, right. In order to, in order to like get yourself because you're burning through so much at the same time. So it really, right. It's very dependent on the person. Yeah, exactly. Which is another boring content answer uh, because we don't have the magic answer. So it's like, yeah. it, depends. it depends is not great content, but I say, yeah. it, I say it every day a thousand times. I'm like, ah, oh, it depends. <laughs> yeah. And then part of the thing is like, are we just talking like by like general body composition, like health and physicals? Like you just want to look good if you go to the beach? Or are you talking like shredded on stage? That's that's two different kind of physique goals there too. And now I when you're starting to get to like super lean levels for like getting on the stage, you got to be really careful with your water dosages and like your sodium intake, your potassium intake, all of that. Cause that, that water fluctuation, you could look bloated and puffy on stage. You could look flat. You could, I mean, if there's, that is where you go to like a specialized physique prep coach that knows how to deal with sodium manipulation and water manipulation, and all that stuff. But for the average individual, just, you know, salt your food, consume enough high quality whole foods, your, your sodium and potassium balances most likely will be just fine. Well, and it's, that's kind of the question too, is because there's a lot of people, you know, they'll tell you when they step on stage, it's the unhealthiest they've been. Yeah. So it's like, well, what's your goal? Is it to be healthy? Because then that prep, that might not, because so when someone does and competes and stuff like that, sometimes then they have to spend time. That's why there's an off season. They, they got to fix what they've done to themselves to prep. Mm -hmm. So it's like to give advice on how to be healthy, that's not that's not where we're looking right that's a very specific you know kind of thing but it's like if you're just yeah. trying to have a higher quality of life then that's not right you necessarily want to go yeah all right ladies and gentlemen this will be the last call for questions and then uh justin and i'll be hopping off here in a few minutes so if you guys got anything get it in the queue now and uh otherwise justin and i'll get off to uh various other meetings and uh minutiae yeah. of the day that we got to do yeah, man, it's gonna be. I gotta get packing. I gotta, like I said, uh, I'm lucky. I remembered. I was like, I need to find my passport. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Moved and all this other stuff and shit. This is kind of everywhere. So, um, I gotta go pick up t-shirts. So, any supplements new group members that are listening to this, I will go pick up those t-shirts in a little bit, and then I'm going to put them on the nutrition store's website so you can order them from TNS. And then while you're on the site, obviously pick up some some more stuff, some more goodies. It's uh, the nutrition stores, plural.com. Yeah, that's what I'm pulling up right now just so we can show everybody where it was going to be. Because that was my next question. I was going to say, is it exclusive to the Facebook group for Supplements Group or are you going to have it on the website as well? It'll be for everyone. Um, okay. We're just going to give like an initial uh 
I want to make sure everybody in the private Facebook group is able to get one because we didn't order a massive quantity of them. Mm -hmm. um, see Jacob there wearing the crop tops. <laughs> There's a, if you go back, so they have these new, uh, TNS has some of the best. They have this one too, this come and take it one that I have on, but their apparel is, is elite. So <laughs> you got some wins. serious traps going on right there. Oh, he's a freak of nature, man. He's a, he's a freak. Oh, seeing this right here reminds me. What do you what are your thoughts on Jojo asked me uh, yesterday? Thoughts on the Axe and Sledge protein? I know it's a way isolate. I haven't tried any of their flavors. I've heard good things, but I know you've probably tried some of their flavors before. For, especially, and I I hate to say this because I think we just know it maybe a little bit easier to sort of flavor a you know some. I think Nutribio is a good example. If you try the classic way versus their isolate, the classic way yeah. usually tastes a little bit better, even like similar formulas. Axe and Sledge, uh, I was supposed to get Dippin' Dots before I left, but mm -hmm. it's not here yet. I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to get to try it until I come back. But Heather, Axe, if you're listening to this, send Justin a tub of the Dippin' Dots protein. They, they did. They did. And uh, I don't think it's going to get here in time. So, Bummer. but um. Axe and Sledge's protein is phenomenal. And it's like, I, I hate, I don't like to say clean because that's not, I don't think that's true, but it's yeah. very like, it's it's an isolate. It's got digestive enzymes and stuff like that. It's super like, it's protein, right? There's basically everything is taken out of it, but they, their flavors, their salted caramel one mm -hmm. um, is amazing. And then like they have a cinnamon apple pie one. Mm -hmm. Kristen uses them to uses that one to make apple fritters, which her, her apple dude, her apple fritters are Delicious. insane. She uses that one and she uses uh, arms race uh, foundation because mm -hmm. that one's a milk isolate. So it's easier to sort of like bake with and stuff like that. Yeah, I can see that. I got to You got to see this um, <clears throat> the apple fritter recipe. Dude, they are so good. <laughs> really they're so good yes huh. yes all right yeah good stuff man late answering but for sucralist i usually have two ghost energy drinks pre-workout bucked up all bulk no bloat creatine i'm oh, dripping on this stuff oh. and caged hydrocharge during the day you you have two ghost energy drinks for pre-workout so right, what or, 500 oh, milligrams of caffeine there plus no, another no no, no 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 wait a minute so you have two ghost energy drinks and a pre-workout yeah. Bucked up all bulk, no bloat. What a bunch of fucking bullshit they are. God, I can't stand them. Deer antler velvet, man. Deer antler I'll, velvet. I'll go, on, I'll go on the whole tangent about creatine and bloating. Go for it. Bloating go some for other. It. There's no such thing. Creatine doesn't bloat you. Creatine puts the water into the muscle tissue, which is exactly where you want it. I do. I like, uh, I like Justin's style. So, first of all, great name usually a sign of a, of a good person to be named Justin, yeah. but I love ghost energy drinks, man. Solid uh, flavoring, solid flavoring. I like them. As far as like, <laughs> maybe there's some other things that maybe like caffeine content and stuff like that, that we should talk about, but yeah, that could be causing like, an irritation. That's a good point. As far as like sucralose, I don't, I don't see it. I don't think there would no, be. No, I don't any. think that's by any means excessive or verging on that. Because is the is the bucked up creatine? Does that have any sucralose in it? <laughs> Let me see. Or is it just plain creatine? And there's nothing else in there. Bucked up six point creatine. 
God, I can't stand them. Let's see. Creatine monohydrate from Bucked Up, 300 grams. Uh, yeah, there's no sucralose in that. I tell you I what, mean, though, you, know, you can't take away from their marketing. That's a smart thing to call it. Yeah. Because you're just tapping into, like, people's fear of creatine. <laughs> I got it for free. Don't judge. <laughs> I'd turn. I'd sell it. I'd turn around and sell it. She's gonna stay on principle. Sell the free shit you got, Justin. Just get rid of no. it. No, I don't. If if it helps people, you know me. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I, if it if it makes people feel better, then you know, go do it. Yeah. Uh, also, with your creatine, make sure you're taking in enough water with it. Um, just you know, eight to sixteen ounces. Because sometimes, if you don't drink enough water with it, that can actually because it it pulls in water and it can pull in some water into the GI tract. So if you're not hydrated sufficiently enough. That'll cause some GI distress that way. Um, so, oh, yeah, check your caffeine intake. Um, just make sure you're drinking enough water with your creatine when think, you are taking it. Yeah, because I think Ghost is um, Ghost is 200 milligrams caffeine. For yeah. Energy. Yeah, 200 milligrams, I'm pretty sure. Maybe 250. Let me see. I think it's Ghost. Fully loaded, no artificial BS, no artificial colors, no sugar. Uh, I, I do like those ghost energy drinks, man. That that sour patch, blue Raz one. Oh, it's good. I got stuff. a couple of them. We got a couple of them in the in the fridge for tomorrow. Two hundred of natty caffeine. Natty caffeine. Natty caffeine. It's not on the juice. It's the natty caffeine. Yeah, yeah Neurofactor. Yeah. Man. I love some Neurofactor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great product, man. I think. That was one that you know i've always talked shit about energy drinks and then finally one that was some legitimate dosages you know the alcar thing didn't work out um yeah like the thought you know because there's a suspension sort of thing going on there and it turns really acidic um, too at the longer it stays in solution and everything it gets real nasty and gnarly which is weird because um the america ones have alcar in it but they don't i don't have that um, maybe it's the maybe it's the dosage thing because i think what Ghost was using a gram of it at the time. I think uh, America Energy only has 250 or 500. Could be. I think it was 400. If I remember correctly. But I do like those America ones. Uh, yeah, I wish I had some more of them. Shop Daytona. I hear a lot of good things about the Hydro Charge, though. People seem to really like that one. Although I think Spectra is total bullshit ingredient. Yeah, HydroCharge gets a lot of good feedback. Spectrum. Yeah, and uh, it is 250 Alcar, 250 choline bitartrate, 190 caffeine, and 50 milligrams of guarana. Is there nothing at 400 milligrams in there? Or am I just nothing 400? Maybe the old version did. Could be. Could be. Uh, yeah, both of those are solid. Mm. Where did my screen go? There we go. Anyway, right. I did get cool. some new bourbons this week too. Did you? What'd you get? We can talk. So I, I showed you the picture, right? We talked last week. I got um, those things from Utah. The, yeah, the double rye from High West. I didn't try that one yet because, um, yeah. I, you know, I've <laughs> been limiting my alcohol intake this past week because this coming week is going to be going to get out of hand. <laughs> but then I also so I stopped off. Oh, a friend of mine lives in Minnesota. Mm hmm. Dude, so he just like he literally just got into bourbon like the other day. Like we we like kind of push him into it. Yeah. Fucking guy goes to some place in Minneapolis, right? They've got everything Buffalo Trace, 
they've got like just a selection dude that you would be so pissed off if you saw this selection because yeah. then i go to the liquor store here and i get none of that yeah not even like generic like regular buffalo trace it, that's scarce to find around here no. just they're regular on the shelf bourbon yeah so i just picked up some staples i picked up a big bottle of larceny you can get yeah. that giant bottle for like 40 bucks that's i picked awesome. up some regular high or some some of the normal high west that we usually drink mm -hmm. and then some yellowstone you ever have yellowstone i have not had yellowstone no not yet yellowstone is um because i did it on like a blind taste test the one mm -hmm. time and i actually i was like man this tastes very similar the blanton's whatever this is and my buddy was like yeah it's yellowstone and i was like shit um I wonder if they're sourcing from the buffalo trace distillery but then like I don't know because you know how that is like sometimes you have like you have it once and it tastes and then you have it again and it's like you yeah, can it's have kind of like a stuff. different experience like each time so we'll see if this one is, is on par because that one's easy to find for me so, mm -hmm. so I just picked up some some staples yeah, there you go, man. Have you started, like, I know you've, you've gone through several bottles of, of Blanton's. Have you started trying to spell there's, out Blanton's with all the bottle tops and everything? There's a couple empty yeah, bottles. Yeah, I see them right over your shoulder right there. I see the little <laughs> horses just popping up right there. Yeah, and there's an empty bottle of Blanton's Gold right behind it. Uh, there you go. No, I didn't try to didn't try to do that. We have, we have three bottles, empty bottles here, because mm -hmm. it was funny because one of them uh, we realized was bottled on her 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. So we kept that one and then there was another one i can't remember the date this there was a significant date on one of these ones back there too and i remember we kind of kept we kept them from the dates oh, okay cool so yeah all, all right, right man. man thank you for joining us to all the listeners out there we appreciate your support of the bourbon brothers podcast if you like what we're doing make sure to like comment subscribe share the video with family and friends if you listen to this on any other podcast perusing platform, leave us a five-star review. That helps us climb up in the almighty algorithm that dictates anything and everything to which we are exposed. Um, and if there's any other personal questions or you got topics for a future discussion with me and Justin, send Justin a DM uh, at Supplement Snoop on Instagram or shoot me an email at supplementengineer at gmail.com. And we'll catch you all next time. Yeah, we'll see you next Thursday. Yes, next Thursday because Justin is going to go bask in the glory of Riviera Maya, Mexico. If I come back, we'll see you next week. There we go. If not, we're just going to broadcast from the beach next week. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one.